0: Thank you for calling GRBM Insurance. How can I help you?
1: I hey, speak to Rob, please.
0: Sure. May I ask who's calling?
1: Yeah, it's Joey Jingola.
0: Okay. Hold on one moment. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: What's going on, Joey? Rob, how you doing, sir? Pretty good. This is insurance in your own words, from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joe Golan. Let's
0: get into it. I'm going to pull up my notes because I, I took notes while we were there because my memory is terrible. The big thing for me, the big takeaway was really a combination of things. The 24-7 access thing I thought was interesting and made a lot of sense. I'm not sure I would actually go with a 24-7 access, but it made me think about things in a different way, much more, you know, well, this is when I'm in the office, this is when you need to do business with me, versus, well, that's kind of selfish. You know, people want to do business when they want to do business. I order from Amazon at two in the morning, and, you know, if someone tried to do that with me, with insurance, that obviously wouldn't work. So I'm trying to figure out a balance for that. That is selfish,
1: Rob. I completely agree. Why don't we think of that before? I mean, in reality, why aren't we just opening our agencies at like five o'clock? Because we are in the service industry and everybody we're servicing is at work when we're at work. So we're requiring them to fit us into their busy work schedule. I've always thought that to be crazy, right? That was my buddy Rob McCarthy at grbm insurance out in new york and i got a chance to uh meet rob at grow labs in chicago a couple weeks ago uh spent some time we got to know him and his brother jeff and um and i I tell you what uh, it was a great time and i i had to call rob up follow up on what he kind of really took away from grow lab and you could you heard him say he had to reference his notes he was talking about all the stuff that he really uh, it really took away from the big highlight, the bullet points that he took away from the Girl Labs experience. And that's kind of what this episode will be a little bit, but I first wanted to start with the 24 hour access or availability. And I think this is something that freaks people out unnecessarily. Why? Because when you say, oh, well, wait a second, I'm not going to, it's Friday night and it's 8.30. I'm not going to talk to somebody about their contractor's insurance. That's what Rob does. Contractors insurance in New York. And it's not necessarily. So again, in the world we live in right now, like, you know, September 30th of 2016. That, at least in my opinion, doesn't need to happen yet. We don't need to, We cannot. Let's put it this way. As small independent agencies, We cannot try to compete on that front. We will burn ourselves out. It will not be fun. There is no reason to even attempt to try and answer your phone at that time of day. Cause if you are scaling your business, then all you should be doing is answering the phone all the time every day. Not something that we need to do. Now, if you want to say, I want to get a service company in here to to maybe take some of that and answer the calls and and route them to to wherever they might need to be routed a voicemail or whatever. Okay, fine. Maybe. But my version of 24-hour access is this, or my definition, I should say, is simply giving somebody the ability to complete an action in which they feel they've got a satisfying enough response to wait until you can be available again. That's a little long, long-winded. I might need to work that out a little bit. First time I've ever said it, so it cut me a break, and it is Friday. The point is, and I've said this before, we did a whole show on this, Take control of your schedule by letting go of it. Online scheduling is that 24-hour access, in my opinion, at least as it exists, the best solution that I think we have as independent agents today. And I say that because, yes, people are looking for their insurance to be handled. And, yes, if you are just another name or number in the book, they will pass you by. But if you have been able to differentiate yourself through the information you have provided, through the relationship you've been able to build without ever talking to them, they will wait for you. And that's the only way you can survive. You have to put yourself in a position for them to want to wait for you because you obviously, if you're one or two dudes, you cannot be there all the time and you shouldn't be there all the time because you should have a life you should be doing other things than just talking about it. I mean, listen, if that's what you want to do, I'm not going to tell you how to run your life. Believe me. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to ask you or want to know what you do on the weekend. I'm not even going to question it. Even though I it, it could be very questionable. I'm not going to do it. The point is, and as we're going to get into, uh, you know, the other things that Rob has taken away, it's this idea that things are scarier than they actually are. And saying that you're going to have 24 hour, 24 7 access, that's a pretty terrifying thought. But the implementation is far from terrifying. All you have to do is create a link to an online calendar. Well, I guess you have to have the content and the information available up front. And that's a little more scary because it, it is a little bit more involved. But even if you don't, even if you just say, hey, schedule a time, you know, we're, we're gone for the day, but we'll be back at this time, it gives you the ability to appear a lot more available than people might actually think?
0: Aside from that, I mean, my my major glaring red flag was the fact that we don't keep track and keep in touch with our clients after we sell them. But yeah, so I'm working on that. I was going to do that this weekend, but instead I pushed out two blog posts, which kind of felt I don't know, six of one, half dozen of the other, both good things, both needed to be done. For some reason, active campaign and setting up those email campaigns always, like, it's scarier than it actually is. I don't know why, because I have some basic stuff set up, and it's like, no, don't touch it.
1: <laughs> yes, Rob, I did steal the scarier than it actually is from you. So, yes, you have full right to come back and say, Joey, you are a fraud. You're just, you're a hack. And you steal everything. Yes, I, I listened to that clip and I said, Rob, you're right. That's that's what this whole show is going to be about. It's about things being scarier than they actually are. And that goes for email marketing sequences as much as 24-7 access. Again, these are going to be Rob's three biggest takeaways that he, he walked away from Girl Labs with. And the thought of setting up email sequences terrifies me more than a thought of like a boy band kind of resurgence. I lived through it once. I don't really want to have to do it again. It's that type of trepidation that I have with email sequences, even though I do tend to like it once I get involved in it, but you make it scarier than it is. And that's the problem that we all face is because we let our imagination run wild with the possibilities. And this is my problem. I think specifically with email and we did a whole episode on this too. When's the best time to send emails? We overthink it to the point where we just paralyze ourselves and If I wanted to make an inappropriate joke, I could say we can Jason Street ourselves from Friday Night Lights. Anybody that's out there, Friday Night Lights fan, one of the best TV shows ever, it's inappropriate. I'm sorry. But I'm not going to take it out. We paralyze ourselves because we are unsure of what the reality actually is. We allow our thoughts to become reality as opposed to allowing the reality to become our thoughts. I don't know if that's right, but I think you get what I'm saying with that. And really, all we got to do is just get in there, just work up the courage to get in there and realize that, guess what? It's really not that bad. And, you know, Rob said he's got some basic stuff in place. And that's, I think the key too, is we overthink it. We think it needs to be more sophisticated than it, than it is or than it's necessary. And in reality, simplicity wins every time. I mean, you know, the best design simple it's going to last. So the simpler you can make things, the longer you know, I think ultimately it will last. Now again, this is just to help you get started. It's not to say that this will ultimately be the case forever, but again, there's having three emails, an email a, a three email automated sequence that goes out is better than none. I would imagine unless you're a terrible writer, or you overshare everything, or, I mean, in that case, you probably have no business being in the insurance business. Uh, I'm sure that that has gotten you into trouble long before you've been able to get the email sequencing. So I'm going to assume, I'm just going to assume right now that that's not a problem. But if it is, if it hasn't fleshed itself out until this point, then maybe hold off on the emails. But if it isn't, the three emails that you don't have right now are going to be better if you do have the three emails so just get out of your head if you have the ability to set up any sort of chain email sequences think of just three like it doesn't matter if the earth stops spinning what are three email messages that somebody could possibly get from you after the point after the initial point of contact start there right and then build continue to build and build and build again don't make it so complicated that you have no idea how to get back but the point is is that use that just start Even make it one, I don't care. Just have an email that says, hey, thanks for being awesome. We're going to try our best to live up to your awesome expectations that you've probably been carrying through your entire life. But we're not making any promises, but thank you for being awesome, and we will do our best to be as awesome as you. That's simple, right? Something just very nice. Um, And then continue from there. That's it. Email solved. It's not solved, but it's on its way to being solved, and that's better than it not even being on its way to being solved. Don't make it scarier than it is. There's no reason.
0: But um, those were kind of my main takeaways. I mean, and, and really, I mean, tracking things better. I mean, Jeff was insane about that, yeah. and it kind of inspired me to keep track of things even better. I, I keep track of things in, in a basic sense, but...
1: But indeed, Rob. But indeed. And I, I'm with you 100%. Now, for all of the uninitiated, Rob is referencing uh, Jeff Roy of Excalibur Insurance in the great fine country up north of Canada. And if you don't know Jeff, anytime you talk to him, he will probably say a statistic at any point in time in the conversation. And Jeff knows everything that is going on in his agency. And yes, it made all of us feel very insecure, insignificant, and as if we really didn't matter at all in the universe. And it it was overwhelming, and I know, you know, I know certain pieces of analytical data Around my agency, mostly in the marketing department, because that's where I live and play. And I don't know all of the stuff surrounding acquisition cost and all of that fun stuff. And that's what Ram's talking about. He's you know he tracks stuff to a basic level, but you know he's not tracking things really hardcore like Jeff Roy at Excalibur Insurance. And I think you know it's obviously it's Jeff's thing in some capacity. I don't know. I don't know if if there's some sort of deep-rooted you know, psychological reason for Jeff's extensive tracking. I didn't ask. I didn't really want to. wasn't sure where I was going to go. But the point is, is that you have to track things to a certain point. Now, Rob says he's doing it to a basic level, but is it, is it enough? I don't know. That's a question that you're going to have to ask yourself. I think the more information we have is always the better. But at some point, you know, you know, trying to gather some of that information will probably you'll spend more time gathering it than you will get in return. So it's just finding that that point of, of where things just I think the fancy word is diminishing returns. And I might have even said that to Rob. Um, and, and the point is, is what, you know, finding at least the core essentials again, starting simple, scary. I'll be honest, tracking stuff is definitely a lot scarier for me than, than really anything else on, on Rob's list here. And it might be for you, too because we're terrible. I mean, you know, some of the things that people toss out, like retention rates, like split a business. Oh, you know, we're, we're 97 and percent personal lines and whatever that other percent is. Cause I can't do math fast, uh, commercial lines. I mean, those sort of kind of BS numbers that we like to toss around. Are those accurate? Are you really tracking those things? Or even, even something as simple as how did you hear about us? You know, where does your business come from? Or what is your number one line of, of kind of, prospecting You know what's the best way and i I, i'm big on asking people what is your number one way people find you what's your number one way of attracting business if i had to say you do this and and then people call you what is that you know what is your thing i've always said mine is making videos hands down i make videos people call me if we want to simplify things and not make it as scary as it needs to be simplify it you do this that happens what is it and when you track stuff, you can kind of know that. If you don't, you don't. You have no idea. You're flying blind, throwing darts blindfolded, looking for the light. I don't know. Enough of that. You have no idea what you're doing, where you're going, and uh, and it can be overwhelming. I'm not tracking enough as, as I'm not tracking enough things as I probably should be. As you're probably feeling the same thing. But the one thing, and I didn't get to squeeze it in in this episode. It, it, one thing that I do like from Rob and just from talking to him about the stuff that he, uh, you know, was really focusing in on. One thing that we didn't get in, we, we had talked about a welcome package, welcome kit, physical or digital, but mostly physical. We had tossed some other examples, Jeff, Jeff again highlighting that uh, category as well, too. The, the Michael Phelps of Grow Labs, if you will, possibly uh, dominating in several different categories and. Uh, he was mentioning how he doesn't he doesn't think that that's going to be an option for him at least right now and and uh, Roy's a, not Roy Jeff Roy Rob sorry getting names mixed up they're very close three three letters it's tricky Rob was saying you know his ability to make a decision and say that's not for me at least right now right or wrong it doesn't matter I think that's something to really follow up on in this whole is it really scary something to really think about. Because your ability right or wrong to quickly make firm decisions and stick by them and move forward with them is another great thing yeah that looks fun I'm not gonna get distracted by that right now yeah I think this thing is worthwhile we're gonna do it and let's go it's chasing the shiny ball of the week whatever that might happen to be you might have two or three not sure how you live your life but it's finding the discipline to be able to make these quick decisions take action on them and when you do you will realize that the faster you are able to you know comprehend and understand these things and just really move and get going that it's not so bad it's not as scary as you actually think you know what actually lives up to its full scariness an entire room full of other people's kids. I have kids, I like kids most of the time, but generally the ones that are of my flesh and blood, I can tolerate, mainly because I can tell them what to do. Outside of that, not having authority over other people's kids, uh, it's the worst. I hate other people's kids. I mean, just from a general standpoint. You never know what's gonna happen. You literally never know what's gonna happen. I mean, even for five seconds, just being around someone other's kid, and, like playing in the store, like the shared little toy tables, awful. Worst experiences of my life would rather be anywhere else on the world, Anyway. But if you don't want to, have to live with that fear anymore, at least as it goes to some of these uh, topics that we discussed, marketing, email automation, even scheduling, 24-7 access, I invite you to take a very scary-less leap, it's not a word, into our free Grow membership. Just head over to growprogram.com free. Over 40 some videos to kind of help teach you some of this stuff, uh, plus our four part kind of marketing tune up course that helps you kind of set your course correctly to approach this path, this journey to you know creating that trust to uh, allow yourself to kind of have people wait for you. That's what you know I would like you to do if you wanted to after listening to this show and maybe a few others. Free membership yours username password it's all you need to go get it a bunch of videos for myself jason cast we even have ryan hanley in there and and brent kelly and some other dudes that uh, we're teaching that and uh yeah go ahead grab that get to work and start not being so freaked out by it huh growprogram.com slash free and i'll see you there